All right, guys, today we were talking about how you need to play to win and don't expect anyone to give you anything. Stay tuned. What is going on, guys? This is Jamie Kane with the Everyday Edge, and good Monday morning to you. Hopefully, you had an action packed, goal fulfilling weekend and that you're ready to attack this week as well. Today, we're talking about winning, we're talking about playing, we're talking about losing, we're talking about competition. But first, we got to thank our sponsor, audibletrial.com slash everydayedge. If you guys will go to audibletrial.com slash everydayedge, not only will you get a free audiobook, but you'll also get a free 30-day trial to try out Audible. Guys, there's a lot of knowledge, there's a lot of things you can do out there. I just watched a webinar with Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi talking about knowledge, talking about growth, and all this good stuff. And one of the best ways to do that they talked about was books. The problem is it takes forever, not forever, but it takes a while to read a book, and there's a lot of books out there. And they say one of the best ways you can do it is by listening to it. So if you go to audibletrial.com slash everydayedge and go to uh, get your free trial and get your free audio book, you can expand your knowledge by listening to a book, and you can do it twice as fast. I take forever to read books, and it's definitely helped me a ton. So, all right, with that being said, guys, welcome back to the Everyday Edge. Like I said, today we're talking about winning, we're talking about competition, we're talking about playing, we're talking about participation trophies, and all of this comes from this. I volunteer coach a middle school football team here in Idaho, okay? Um, I love football. I really, really am a football guy. I played football. Um, you know, and I've watched football every Sunday and Saturday. Uh, it's just kind of my thing, man. I'm a big fan. So I got a chance last year to coach a middle school football team here, um, through a friend of mine and I definitely jumped at it and I didn't realize how much I was going to enjoy coaching. I really enjoyed coaching. Um, I'm an offensive minded guy. I play both offense and defense, but I just enjoy offense. So I was actually, um, the head coach of one of our teams and also the offensive coordinator, which is really cool. And I got a chance to address our team, obviously, like every day and talk to them. And, and when I got hired on as the coach, you know, I came and I spoke to the team. I looked at the kids. Mind you, these are middle school boys, man. But the reason I was so excited to coach was because I wanted to find a weird way to volunteer in our community, to get involved in community, especially with youth. I uh, my wife and I are involved in uh, volunteering for an organization called Operation Underground Railroad, which fights against child trafficking, um, especially cases of child uh, sex trafficking, labor, um, slave labor, uh, organ harvesting. All that. it's horrible. Go check out OURrescue.org. And we volunteer. We donate money to the organization. We're really into that. And I just think um, – I guess I, I look back and I had really good leaders when I was a kid, when I was growing up, whether it was family or just mentors or church leaders, coaches, whoever that you know wrapped their arms around me and wanted to help me become a better man. And so I said, how do I get involved in the community, involved in the youth? I want to help kids um, because I feel like a lot of times today, kids aren't being taught the right things. And I'm not saying by their parents, I'm talking about society. I think society as a whole is teaching kids things that simply just aren't true. Um, and I'll go into that here in a minute. But anyways, so coaching came up, and I was like, what a great way for me to get involved with the youth in a way that I understand. I know football. I love football. I understand offense. It was my first time coaching, but I got the hang of it pretty darn quickly. 
And I told the kids my first day being announced as their new coach, I said, look, the most talented kids will not play unless they are also the most hardworking. I said, if any of you are extremely naturally talented, but you don't give me 110% effort every single day, you will not start for this team. I will take the le- the less talented individual, and if they give me 110% effort every single day, they will be able to start on this team. I said, not everybody will start. Heck, I said, not everybody's going to have a chance to play unless you show me the effort. Now, I want to get all the kids in, um, but I had a couple of kids I could tell that didn't want to be there, and their parents forced them to be there, and they weren't giving me any effort. And so they didn't play because it wasn't fair to the kids that were giving their all every single day. And I got parents that were mad at me that were emailing, um, you know, the athletic uh, director saying like their kids need to play. And I explained to them, I said, look, you guys asked me to be the coach and I'm coaching these kids. And some of these kids just don't want to be there. I tried switch around positions. I tried addressing the kids. I tried talking to them one-on-one. I, I, you know, I tried figuring things out. At the end of the day, they just didn't want to be there. So I got them in here and there. Because I, you know, wanted to get them in somehow, but they never started. And honestly, they didn't rotate in a lot because we had a huge team this year. It was massive. But anyway, so I addressed the kids. I said, look, if you are the most talented, but they're not, they're not the hardest working, you're not going to play. Or at least you're not going to start. You'll play because you're talented, but you're not going to start on this team unless you give me 110% effort. I'm looking for players and young men that are willing to put out their all here on the practice field because they're the same on the game field. And I I don't want to say none of those kids had heard that before, but a lot of them seem shocked by that. They seem surprised that somebody came in and said, look, I don't care how good you are. To me, it matters how hard you work, how much effort you give. To me, it matters how much you buy into the team, how much you want to be here, how invested are you. Because I stayed after some practices with the kids and ran drills with them, the kids that wanted to be better. And I'm telling you right now, those were the kids that were playing. I stayed after with certain kids that were having a hard time in their position. And we talked about maybe switching them or figuring out what was going on. I stayed after with the kids that were frustrated because they didn't have good grades and they couldn't play. And I talked to them, right? And I didn't have to do those things at all. So I show them, look, I'm a, I, I'm an adult. I have a job. I have a family. Uh, I have a wife, right? I, I said, I don't got to be here. I have better things to do, honestly. I have more pressing things to do. But I want to be here to help you. And I told them that. I said, I'm telling you guys right now, you're not getting participation trophies. I said, if we lose a game, we lost a game. There's no good effort. There's nothing like that. I'm like, we lost. We were the... We were the the better team won, and that's how that's going to work. And I said, when we lose, you can be upset that day, but the next day you come on that field, you forget that, and you put your best foot forward the very next day. And so these are all things we talked about. And I told the person that reached out to me to coach these because I said, look, I'm not playing all the kids. I mean, they'll rotate and they'll play, but I'm not starting all the kids. And the kids that give me the most effort are going to get the most playing time. Um, the kids that simply don't, they'll get in for a play or two, but they're not staying in for more than that. Uh, it's just how I'm not going to, I'm going to operate. I'm not going to give, I said, if we end the season on a losing record, I'm not going to give some, Hey, great season speech. No, because we, we didn't have a great season. I'm not going to lie to these kids. I'm going to tell them how it is because that's what the world does. 
I told them, I, I told the kids, I said, look, you're gonna, I'm going to ask you to do things that you simply don't want to do, drills that you want to do. I'm going to ask you to push yourselves. I know it's hot out here. I get that. But if you want to be winners, because at the end of the day, if you're playing the sport, all that matters is if you're a winner or a loser. That's it. And honestly, that's how it is in life. But just because you lost or you failed doesn't mean you can't become better from that. And that's what we pushed. We say, hey, when, you have, when we have a loss, that just means we have things to work on. I'm not going to celebrate your effort in a loss. But what I am going to tell you, and the good news is, is that we have things to work on and we can become better. We can progress. We can be better than we were the day before. We can be better next game than we were last game. And that's how winners are made. I said, I'm not going to celebrate losses with you. I'm not going to pat you on the back on a loss, right? And now there were some times when kids really took a loss hard. I said, look, and I would go up to them. I said, look, I appreciate you. I know because there were some cards, the kids that played really freaking hard, harder than any of their teammates, and they still lost because their team didn't operate as a whole, and those kids were different. Um, the reason I bring all that up is it's the same thing for us in life. If we want to play the game, if we want to win, if we want to succeed, we've got to give 110% effort, and we cannot expect things to be handed to us. We cannot expect entitlement because we may naturally be good at something. I am naturally good at sales. It is one of the few things I know for a fact that I am naturally good at. A lot of other things I've had to work at. However, I've also had to work a lot on sales. I've had to become better. I've had to, I've read a lot of books. I've read a lot of, I've taken some courses. I have watched a lot of freaking videos on YouTube of sales coaches uh, like Jordan Belfort, Grant Cardone, you know, Brian Tracy, all those guys. Um, I've listened to tons of sales podcasts. Like I have tried to become better my craft so I could be the best. Okay. Um, all that to be said is we can't be expected to be allowed to play in the game. We can't expect the coach to call us on the bench and get in there and to rotate in. If we haven't given 110%, we can't, we cannot be entitled because that's not how the world works. And that's why I was excited to coach these kids because I, I said, look, we're not just teaching you guys. Towards the end of the season, the last couple of games, I said, what does everybody learn? And they started talking about football and position and hard work. And But we had a mantra, and it was a one-word mantra, and it was discipline. We would always break the end of the day with discipline. Discipline, what I told them. It's, it, discipline is doing those things that you don't want to do, but you do them anyways because you know it's going to make you better, right? Discipline is doing those things no matter what. It is integrity. Uh, we talked about discipline. We talked about that that was what was going to be our driving factor in our team. And the kids really bought into that, which was really cool to see. They started breaking down the huddle at the end of every practice with discipline. And it was just cool to see that. I just told him, and so anyways, I asked him, what did you guys learn this season or so far? And, and we did this the last couple of games of the season. And, you know, some of it was football, this, that, and the other. And, but kids started saying discipline, hard work. They started saying playing as a team, lifting each other's up. They've, some of them said doing things I didn't want to do, but I did them anyways. I said, guys, the reason I was so excited to coach you, the reason I'm excited to come out here every day, I've, I, I told him, I, like, I enjoy coming out here, guys. Now, I said, y'all frustrate the hell out of me sometimes. But I enjoy coming out with you guys and working with y'all because I'm trying to teach you guys things that are not just football. I'm trying to teach you about life. That's what this comes down to. I believe sports are one of the great metaphors for life. Because I hate to tell you, and you may not believe this, but life is meritocracy. Sports is the ultimate meritocracy. Because the most talented, hardest working people are going to play. 
And in life, you may not like it, but at the end of the day, life is a meritocracy. The best are going to rise to the top. And that's simply how it works. For these kids, that's what I was trying to teach them. For these kids, I was trying to show them, like, this is a meritocracy. This is how life works. You've got to put your best foot forward every single day. Or you're not going to have an opportunity at all. You're not going to be able to succeed. You're not going to grow. If you don't put, like, you're going to have failures. And you're going to mess up even with putting your best foot forward. But you can win the day. Those failures are only stairs, or only stepping stones to the ultimate success. So I remember the first two games of the season, we lost. And it wasn't great. We didn't lose by a lot. But it just was so frustrating because we could have won those games. And the first season, or the first game of the season, I remember because I, I wasn't there for the first three weeks of practice, the initial practice. I got hired on a little bit later in the season. And I remember watching the games and watching the kids and being like, holy crap. None of these kids know what they're doing. A lot of the kids were in the wrong positions. Uh, a lot of the kids had no idea what, like, they were just, they were. They got kind of got thrown together, and they didn't know what they were doing, and they didn't know, um, they didn't know the what was I gonna say? Like the key points to success in their position. A lot of them were, some of them were playing receiver when they should have been playing linebacker. You know, just stuff like that. They were just in the wrong spots. Some of them, and some of them were in the, in the right spots, but they didn't know their position. They didn't know the technique. And I remember telling my wife, I'm like, we. I remember thinking and telling my wife, I'm like, we got a long way to go. And I've got to coach these kids up. And I remember thinking, in my, in my, I'm like, I freaking hope we, we have a, uh, a winning record. And I went to the kids. And I remember that after that first game, I said, if we play like that the rest of the season, we will not win a game. And all their all eyes got big. And you could kind of see they kind of got, they got sad, man. Because these kids want to win, man. Like, I don't care what you said. These boys are competitive. Young men are competitive. They're physical. They want to go out. They want to show out. They want to freaking ball out. They want to have fun. But they want to freaking compete. They want to go out there and hit somebody, man. They're, they're young men. They got all this energy, this pent-up uh, aggression. And honestly, football's a way to get rid of that. Anyways, and I said, I was like, if we play like that the rest of the season, we will not win a game. And all their eyes got huge. Like a deer caught in the freaking headlights. But I said, but there's so much more room to improve. And I said, if you guys stick with me, if you listen to what I say, if you're ready to become better if you're ready to give me 110 percent effort and realize that we're not going to ask you to do things that won't be that, that they will be difficult but they will be the things that you need to do to be successful we will end the season with a winning record i guarantee you that not all the kids bought in but a lot of them did and and that's what we have to do a lot of times we have to buy in there are keys to success in this life there are common denominators with the most successful people in the world. And we may not love it. We may not be excited about it. We may even, uh, what's it called, uh, be scared of it. But we know that if we do those things, we may, excuse me, we may be apprehensive is the word I was looking for. If we do those things, we know that we can be successful. And that's what I was trying to teach those kids. There's things in our lives that we don't want to do, but if we do them, they will lead to success. We ended the season with a winning record. We were 4-3. and three. There's only seven games in the season. 
It's a really short season in middle school. But we were four and three. We ended up losing the next game, and then we went on a win. Then we won the next one, lost the next. But the last three games, we blew teams out. We li- we literally had a combined score in the last three games of like ninety seven to like six, dude. It was awesome because they bought in because they went to work because they realized when they stepped foot on that field they were going to do things that were difficult but were expected of them and they realized they weren't going to be pat on the back just for trying or not excuse me, not not, excuse me, not trying but half-assing things right they weren't going to get out there and just kind of you know run around and be like oh yeah i tried no you really didn't because if you tried i we would see it and you would know you actually tried I think you get credit for trying, but you don't get credit for it looking like you're trying. It's the same thing with us. It's different than, football is a little bit different than business, right? Because a lot of times when you're starting your own business or you're, you know, you're doing your thing, you're going to school, no one else is seeing what you're doing behind closed doors. No one else is seeing the effort that you're putting in truly. You can kind of pretend that you're getting by. You can kind of pretend you're, you're successful. And people may not question that. But on the field, you see that. You can tell the winners from the losers. You can tell the people that are actually trying. And life is different, so you've got to hold yourself accountable. You, a lot of times, you don't have those teammates holding yourself accountable like you do on the field. So you got to learn how to hold your own self accountable. So what I'm telling you today is play to win. What I'm telling you today is get on the field and give all the effort you can, and know that no one's going to hand you a participation trophy. No one's going to hand you uh, a, a pat on the back for being okay. You've got to be great. And you may not be the most talented, but you can be the hardest working. So go out there and get yours. Go out there and do the things you know you need to do to be successful. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I will catch you very soon.